This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. We're answering questions about giving this week. And here's our question, Pastor Michael. I'm struggling with how my local church spends money. What do I do? Yeah, I mean— It's a great question. We— I've spent many, many, many times, hours with people processing this, and and uh, there's some reasons. Uh, I, I've listed out here in front of me the top five. Um, n- number one, the church's mission is not compelling. That's that's hard. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> there are so many compelling organizations, and uh, and the greatest, most compelling mission on the planet is the local church's mission given by Jesus. It's it's eternal. Um, it's infinite in its consequences, you know? So that's right. If anybody should be um, working diligently to give a compelling vision, it is good. It has to be the local church. And um, I know some pastors aren't aren't great at that. Um, and so some people really struggle with that. Um, and so that's one reason. Number two is um, some people, they honestly just don't trust the pastors. So even when even when they make okay decisions, it's seen with, we'll say, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Pastor Tim? Mistrust. Yes. Or, yes. And so when the relationship is broken, um, okay decisions get filtered through a negative lens. And mm. I've heard this a lot of people, uh, from a lot of people. They'll say, I trust each person, but I don't trust the group and the decisions that they make together. For this, about a number of churches, like they love each of the guys, but they sense that whatever happens when the community of leaders get together to make decisions, the outcome um, is not good. So um, number one, the church's mission is not compelling. Number two, they just have a, a trust issue with the pastors. Number three, um, they they just honestly have a lot of personal preferences, and the church is going in a direction that is contrary to maybe their personal preferences. Mm-hmm. It's not sin, and this is hard, you know, because right. especially if you're strong-willed and have a lot of opinions, you know, like this mm-hmm. is what I think needs to happen. This is the strategy that I think is most compelling for this community, and, and the elders are going in a route that you feel like is irrelevant or not direct or is not going to bear fruit. Um, here's a fourth reason. My church is dying, right? Which can be happening. Yes. And when a church is dying, and Tom Rainer has written such and spoken such great, great subject matter on this issue. And uh, the Tom Rainer podcast has so many helpful things about dying churches. He wrote a book called Autopsy of a Deceased Church. So great book. helpful. Um, <clears throat> so what happens when a church is dying is leaders get desperate um, then they do desperate things, and then what happens is people leave because nobody wants to be a part of something that is desperate. It's a spiral down. It's a spiral that goes out of control, and all of the signs are there, and uh, most people are just desperate to preserve. So if you're somebody who has just a desire for vision and a compelling mission and to see the church growing and moving forward and seeing people saved and sanctified, like if you're part of a dying church, um, you're honestly probably just going to struggle with how they spend any money because unless they close their doors or restructure, you're not going to be mm-hmm. excited about it, you know? Um, and then some people just struggle. I mean, I don't know how to say this nicely with everything. The pastor gets paid too much. The pastor gets paid too little. They spend too much money here. They spend too much money there. And and uh, there's more of just, a, you know, a critical attitude. And mm-hmm. so really this question could come from a number of places. And uh, I, I just want to 
try to get to the heart of this. And Tim, I would really love to hear you know from you on this, particularly because you have um, worked in a number of churches, you have seen this, you have interacted with this. Um, so before I get to any of my just I guess counsel, um, why do you think people struggle um, giving? to a church, what are some of the main issues that they struggle with how their leaders spend the money? I, I th- I've seen this in many people's lives. I, I've talked with people about this on a regular basis, not at our church. I'm thankful for that, but I have talked with other people about this. It'll, it'll happen soon enough, I'm sure. <laughs> yes, unfortunately, yeah. it will. But really, it comes down to when God gets a hold of our heart and we really we get a grasp of what he can do mm. in mission and through us on mission, then we want to give. And, and as God works in our heart, we love to give to something bigger and better and that God is doing. Yep. Where we struggle is, is God really blessing this ministry? Is mm. he really b- blessing this effort? Or am I just throwing my money into a black hole that's not really yep. having any effect on anyone? Mm. Am I being a good steward of my money? That's one of the questions yes, I hear often. Yes, and that's often, what it comes you know? back yep. to. Yeah, and, and, that, and that's in essence their heart is, I, I want to fur- further God's kingdom, but I feel like if I'm giving my money to this ministry or this uh, event or to to this cause, it's not really furthering God's kingdom. So. I really struggle about giving. I think that's a great question to ask. I think that's an honest question and and an answer and deserves an answer from us uh, about that. So, yep. yeah, I agree. I think you nailed the reasons. Mm-hmm. So I would I would look at somebody and say the first thing you need to do is sit down with a pastor from a healthy church and and just share with them where you're at. And let them listen. Yes. A pastor from a healthy church is not going to be desperate for you to come to their church. A pastor from a healthy church can just listen. They can just listen and process with you, um, can give you some helpful tips. Um, it's hard, too, because if you're part of a dying church, the last thing you want to do is pull your giving because every, quote, giving unit, unquote, matters mm-hmm. infinitely to the mission. Right. You know, so one giving unit can shut down an entire church. And there are mm-hmm. some people who actually feel the weight and they may only be giving a couple thousand dollars a year, but that might be 10% or 20 or 40% of their entire budget, you know? And so um, I've talked to a few people who they just feel an incredible weight of responsibility because they don't want on their shoulders um, the responsibility for closing down this church. Right. right? It's the responsibility thing. They're you only know? giving out of guilt. Totally. And uh, so personally, there's a couple things that I share with people. You know, I want to listen to their stories. So all advice I would ever give would be personalized to each person's context. Um, I have no issues offending a certain group of people that I'm about to talk about. If you are part of a faith healing or health and wealth church, I'm going to tell you, leave that that. church immediately. They just go take your money. If it means they shut down, praise God. So, um, and then confront lovingly their error and doctrine and, uh, but get out. That's going to be an unhealthy environment for anyone. And so that would be like, you know, an individualized um, encouragement that I would give to somebody. But, um, Oftentimes, when I'm talking with people, they have had multiple conversations with their pastors and leaders, and it has gone nowhere. And that's the first thing that we said in a previous podcast. Talk with the leaders. Yes. Talk with the pastor. Do that first. But yes. you're saying if you've already done that and you feel like you've hit a brick wall, now what? I think now what? This is where the really individualized advice is going to come. So what you don't want to do is 
prematurely pull out your giving. Right. You need to have respect and honor for the people in the church. Um, so if you, for example, plan on pulling out of the church, um, you may actually leave the church but continue to give for a month or two or three months mm-hmm. so that you don't cripple the church. And uh, should the church be in a place where your um, giving would cripple them if it goes away? No, but no. they are, and it is what it is. And so um, one of the things that you can do is say, look, for the next three months, I'm going to incrementally give less and less and less as I pull out. And um, and that might mean that you immediately start going to a different church, depending on the circumstance, but you continue to support them in a way that honors them. And again, we tell people often, it is not how much fruit you bear in a ministry that determines your legacy, it's how you leave. Right. How you leave. Be faithful. Yes. Yeah. And a group of elders, they may be hurt and upset, but they will honor you if you choose to go out in a way that does not unnecessarily cripple them. That gives them time to pray also and to, gives them time to go to the church and say, hey, um, we're hitting a financial struggle, um, and it uh, gives them time to pray about that. And if the Lord wants to preserve them, um, that gives them time to pray and the Lord time to just you know jump in and save the day if that's what he wants to do. Um, but I'm, I'm very weary of in these circumstances of telling people to leave their church because church is family and churches struggle. Um, I know Village, um, gosh, it was seven or eight years ago now, we had a significant struggle. And um, if everybody left, right, the church would be gone. And the church is still continuing to bear much fruit and doing great things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it required a whole bunch of people sticking it out and being faithful and fighting for it. And every church is going to have to go through that. Something big or hard happens. And here's the question. Who is the Lord? Who is Jesus asking to stay? Mm -hmm. One of the things I've also learned is that God loves to shuffle people around. God loves to take somebody from this church and put them in that church. We've sent people out to other churches. They need help. We don't need their particular gifts at this time. So we send them over there. And and, uh, and so it's very possible the Lord might be moving them. Uh, it might be possible the Lord is reshuffling people to shut down a church. The, Jesus, you see in his letter to the seven churches right. in Revelation, he is not afraid to shut the doors on a church if they're not going to be faithful and good stewards of the gifts that he's given them. And so um, for me, I'm, I think Jesus is okay with shutting down some churches and um, reshuffling people around. I agree. But what that requires is the person who's struggling to be in deep prayer, regular conversation. And I'm going to share in my my final thought here, a principle that is going to be hard for a lot of people. So for me, this has been one of the most important decisions I've made in my life. I believe whether I am the lead pastor or just a person going to in the congregation, a member, every person is called to be under the authority of the elders. Everyone. Amen. The elders have spiritual authority. Can they abuse that? Yes. yes. they can. Can they be selfish? Yes. yes. Like parents, I have submitted myself to our elders to do what they ask me to do unless they ask me to sin. Right. So what some people do is they call, uh, they say, um, no, I want this, and if you don't let me do that, then you're causing me to violate my conscience and sin, right? So there there was a time about 10 years ago where I went to our elders and I asked them if I could leave the church. And they looked at me and they said, no, God's not done with you. Did I like the answer? No. But what I did is I stayed. Because I believed and I made a decision that I'm a man 
under authority. And God used their wisdom in that moment, even though I didn't agree with it, even though all my discernment said it's time to go. God used their wisdom and their authority to preserve me, and I eventually ended up becoming the lead pastor of that church, mm-hmm. right? And so what was hard for me, right, ended up being for my good. And so I would look at anybody and say, act and believe and make decisions as if you have an authority, and that is the elders of the church. If they ask you to sin, according to scripture, at that point, I would say you're probably free to move on. Right. So we have navigated, no joke, about 100 people in the last two or three years, whether they land at Village or not, who are transferring churches. This is in, in the Chicago area, a huge season season of, uh, we'll, we'll just say churches closing, churches erupting, and people getting shuffled all around the metro Chicago mm-hmm. area. So, And we have yet... To, to have a person go back to their pastor, ask them if they can leave, if they have their support and permission, and for the pastor to say no. In fact, the only one I've ever heard of that is me. Mm. <laughs> okay, let's be clear. And so what I find is submitting um, your future to their authority has gone well for almost everybody we've ever spoken to. And uh, so that would be a huge, huge application that I would give in this. And um, so before you make any rash decisions, Submit yourself under the authority that God has given you. Kill the Western American mindset that I am autonomous. I am the leader of my life. Jesus, the church, us. Right. <laughs> authority right. structures are there. They're there for our protection. And uh, even the lead pastor at the Village Church has authority over his life. So uh, I hope that helps you. Um, and uh, I just want to say as a pastor, and I know I speak for Tim, um, it kills us when churches don't lead well. Right. It kills me when we make bad decisions and hurt people. And, uh, and so on behalf of um, at least two well-intentioned pastors, I'm very sorry that you, whoever is asking this, has to even endure this. This Amen. is gut-wrenching and it's difficult. And uh, we love you and um, yeah, appreciate your question. Thank you, Pastor Michael, for that answer. And listeners, thank you for joining us today. Don't forget you can submit your questions to our podcast by going to our church website, vcob.org, and just click on the link that says Q&A podcast question. Please join us next time when the person asks, I'm in debt. Should I still give to the church even though every dollar I give prolongs my debt?